Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Welcome back to another episode of Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. We want to thank you for joining us for this uh, first episode in the month of May. And we just want to give our church a shout out. Yes. Happy 54th anniversary. Yes. Greater Mount Calvary, Greater Holy Calvary. Church. Holy Church. So we love you all there. And we just want to give a shout out to our church family. Yes. Bishop Alfred A. Owens and Dr. Co-Pastor Susie C. Owens. Yes. Congratulations on 54 years of ministry. ministry. 54 years of ministry. Yes. Dealing with the us's and the we's. Yes. <laughs> to God be the glory. So thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, so today we want to talk about talking about celebrations. We celebrate our church's anniversary today. Uh, we also want to come from the topic today of celebrate your differences. Many of you married by now, you should know that you are very different from your partner, but we want to share some objectives with you to help you to celebrate your differences. Mm -hmm. The first objective we want to talk about is uh, the DISC personality assessment. Mm -hmm. Doug and I both took the DISC personality assessment, and we're going to share with you uh, some truths about us and what we have. Nothing but the truth. Yes, what we identified about ourselves and how that has been a blessing in our marriage and helped us to learn this thing called married life. Oh, Jesus. Next objective, we want to (laughs) uh, help you learn how to recognize what makes you and your spouse different. Mm -hmm. And then we want you, give you some tips on how to celebrate what makes your spouse different. Yes. Um, But before we get into that, um, just to go back and recap what we've talked about the past few weeks, so we touched on uh, communication, excuse me, and that was uh, purpose on purpose. And we feel like that's what the Lord had given us to start our part, podcast out with was communication, because we know so many marriages are challenged in the area of communication. Yes. <clears throat> so we we pray and we ask the Lord, what should we talk about and how long should we talk about it? So on and so forth. And we felt like communication was the um, number one thing, the first thing he wanted us to talk about. So we spent the first four or five weeks talking about communication. And now we're um, switching gears. And like Renee stated, we're talking about celebrate your differences. And Tony Evans said this. I think I brought this up in a previous podcast, but it was Tony Evans person who I heard say this. He said, if you're the same, one of you is not needed. Mm. You're the same. Just let that marinate and let that hit your medulla oblongata. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so you're going to be different. And the thing we learned about with the DISC assessment, and um, I try to say that better, but that's at New York City Public Education. Uh, <laughs> Don't judge us, y'all. <laughs> the DISC assessment is that. Renee and I are totally different. We yes. are opposite. Yes. We look at things different. We see things different. Uh, we react differently. And we're just different. 
And it's funny because when you when you are dating or um, courting, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. If you're dating and courting, you um you look to somebody and say, "Oh, this person, you know, they're outgoing, or you know, they don't take no for an answer, or whatever it may be." And those are things that you uh, fall in love with. But um, when you get married, it's a whole different world yeah. once you get married. Some of those things that was cute mm-hmm. are no longer cute. Yeah. You're like, why do they do that? Yeah. That's so annoying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then you just got to make it work. You got to learn to celebrate it. Yes. Yes. So um, if you have a piece of paper. Here's what I would like for you to do. Piece of pen and piece of paper. Draw a circle. And within that circle, if you draw a cross, so the, the four lines of the cross interact with the circle. So you should have four equal quadrants. Yes. And that quadrant represents the disc, D-I-S-C. I'm not going to go into it, what each one means. At least I don't think I am. That's not the plan. Well, let's just tell them what the, what the <laughs> acronym stands for. Okay. Dominant, inspiring, supportive, and cautious. Yes. And shout out to Marriage the Holy Hookup. Marriage the Holy Hookup. Uh, They were responsible for, um, what do you call it? Oh, no. Uh, Giving giving the the task, (laughs) giving the assessment. And so we were able to get the assessment taken mm-hmm. and get our results back. Uh, so we certainly recommend if you are interested in taking the DISC assessment, which we highly recommend. Highly recommend. Um, you could reach out to Marriage the Holy Hookup. And the thing is, I don't think people, we took this assessment. We've been married 30 plus years. 32. When we took it, 32 years when we've been married. It was 31. We took it a little over a year ago. And if I could tell you how many uh, arguments, um, passionate discussions, discussions, whatever you want to call it. Well, they were arguments back then (laughs) that if we would have if we would have taken that assessment, it would have saved us so many passionate discussions because we both would have realized we were just being each other. And it's not that it's right or wrong. It's not. There's no right or wrong. We're just different, mm-hmm. and it just it just enlightened like a light bulb went off, and it's like, oh my God, this is Renee. This is how she is. She's not just doing this just to annoy you. Yeah, I was about to say something else. <laughs> Lord, pray for him, y'all. Pray for me. <laughs> She's not just doing this just to. Annoy me, okay. Um, this is just how she is, and and you, I'm, I'm, I know I'm. You thought the same thing. You're like, why is he doing this? Why is he saying that? That's mm-hmm. just sure did, y'all. me. And that was up to, up until this week. Even this week, we was like, why'd you do that? And I'm like, oh, I'll get better. Well, I don't want to jump ahead of myself. Well, let's talk about some of the challenges that we faced this week. Let's be okay. transparent right. because. Again, the purpose of this podcast is to edify someone else. And Mm -hmm. so we're fine with being an example so that you won't go through some of the things that we went through. Yes. Uh, As we were preparing our lessons, as you said, we've been praying about and seeking the Lord 
for what we should discuss, and yeah. it's been communication. Communication. Oh, and oh, what yes. area were we challenged in communication. in the last couple of weeks? Communication. communication. Yes. <laughs> the very thing that we were sharing with you all, we faced those right, very challenges right. ourselves this week. And it well, helped us. Last few weeks. Last few weeks. And, you know, the Bible says, do not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. And so both of us were aware mm-hmm. of exactly what was transpiring. Yeah. We are doing ministry. Mm-hmm. We are here to help marriages stay married mm-hmm. and to have a godly marriage. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the enemy wanted to attack us in our communication. We were having um, moments of silence, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> That was so um, apropos. Yes. And we were, word. yes, it is. I'm so oh, proud of you. Hercules, Hercules. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we have been having moments of um, silence, but we, we, during that time of silence, we allowed the Lord to tell us, okay, look, you guys need to come together and mm-hmm. have a conversation about X, Y, Z, yes. because you are, um, you want to set the example yes. that we are trying to share with our listening audience. So we were certainly faced with some challenges mm-hmm. as it relates to communication. And we had to sit down and have what you call a come to Jesus moment uh, several times yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But to God be the glory, it's making us stronger. It's making us much better. And that's what we hope to help you do mm-hmm. as we continue to grow in this thing called married life. So without, um, I don't think, every, every marriage is going to have their own ups and downs. And we talked most recently, it was in the morning, and um, I was in your office um, doing on the elliptical. And I'm, I'm, pref- I'm prefacing what I'm about to say for a reason, because I'm not a morning person. But... Um, I was in there in the morning doing, trying to do my healthy stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> cardiovascular, y'all. <laughs> trying to do my healthy stuff. And Renee approached me and said, hey, you know, we need to talk. And I knew, I knew if you've been married any length of time, you know when, it, when things aren't right. And there's a scripture that says, you know, something along the lines of don't go to bed angry or something, something like that. Don't let the sun, don't go, let down sun down, go down on your anger. Well, pray for us on that one. Um, pray or pray for, for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell one. the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> pray for me on that one because I'm going to bed. I'll be all right. But um, <laughs> so the morning came around and Renee was like, hey, we need to talk. And she told me what I was doing wrong. And I was like, yes. I am, I messed up and I owned up to it and I said, I can do better and I will do better. And it wasn't anything confrontational. There wasn't no, there wasn't any slamming of doors or anything like that. It was something that I could do better at. And I know because I know me, I know my tone. I always have to watch my tone and that goes back to the disc and we'll get into that. But I always have to watch my tone because I can just say things without thinking about it. I'm like, oh, you know. He has a sharp tongue, which been, is what he was. I've been told He's that. been told. Mm-hmm. And I concur and I co-sign with that message. <laughs> he has a sharp tongue. 
Get yeah. straight into the point. Yeah. And I, I can say things better. I, I know I can. I can say things a different way. So when Renee told me um, what I had said and how I said it and how it made her feel, um, I had to own up to it and apologize. And right then and there, I, there was no excuses. I did. Um, as Bishop Brown would say, I didn't put a comma where there was a period. It was like, oh, I messed up and I'm sorry. And again, this goes back to communication about us being um, having to walk out what we're talking. You know what I'm saying? We got to walk this thing out and we yes. don't we don't want to say one thing and do something else. <clears throat> exactly. We want to be held accountable for the same yeah. information that we're sharing with you. Um we have to hold ourselves to that same standard. Mm-hmm. And so when you talked about, we don't want to be ignorant of the enemy's devices. And I think back to when we first started um, teaching premarital class, we would sit on the floor. Now premarital <laughs> class is like a 13. It was the time it was a 13 week class. And so we'd have to prepare these manuals. And so we would sit, <laughs> we would sit on the floor in our house and prepare the manuals for premarital class. And we would have passionate discussions yes. about how to prepare these manuals. Yes. I thought it should be done one way. Renee thought it should be done another way. Now here we are preparing premarital material and we're having a passionate discussion about that. So being ignorant of enemies devices, that was 10, 12 years ago. And so even to fast forward to right now, when it comes to this podcast or when it came to the podcast, if you could see what happened behind the scenes before the first podcast of us getting the website up and getting everything, <laughs> okay, right? the Jesus. discussions we had, um, again, the, the enemy doesn't have any new tricks. So just like right. he came at us with the premarital class and tried to, um, the premarital material tried to get us off track. It was the same thing for this podcast. Mm -hmm. We had passionate discussions about the website, about getting the the MP3 file uploaded for the podcast. And I thought it should be done another way. Renee thought it should be done another way. And it just got to the point where I was like, you know what, Renee, you do the website and I'll figure out how to get the, the podcast uploaded. Yes. And that's what, makes a great team a great team everybody knows their role and they just do their role and with god and prayer and youtube and google we figured it out (laughs) yes and that's what happened that's honest god truth and so that goes back to our topic of celebrating your difference doug was wise enough to say hey you know what you did a website before you did your business website. Mm-hmm. How about you take the website? Now, initially, there was a little, you know, Tell going across the grain. The I was thinking, how are you going to put that on my plate? <laughs> you not the boss of me. Don't be telling me I'm going to do the website. Uh, Maybe I don't want to do the website. I don't want to do the website, man. <laughs> exactly. Somebody done told you wrong. But the Holy Spirit convicted me and said, be obedient do the website. And, you know, there was some frustration because there were some challenges. It was totally different uh, setting up a podcast website from a standard website. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, we got it done. Mm -hmm. And 
we uh, like Doug said, we figured this thing out and it was a learning experience. Not only was it a learning experience, it was a growing experience because we have to learn. And we'll certainly talk about this in um, one of our upcoming podcasts about roles and responsibilities. Mm -hmm. But I respect Douglas as the head of this house, as the leader of this house. Now, initially, was there a little apprehension on my part? I love the way you um, use that word. Yes, it was apprehension, dear. Um, <laughs> but then the Holy Spirit apprehended me <laughs> and said, you could do this website. Um, but I respect his role. I respect his responsibility. Um, the vision that the Lord gave him for the podcast. And so I fell in line, fell in agreement. Mm-hmm. We got it done. And to God be the glory yeah. for that. And I celebrate the fact that in our dif- dif- differences, mm-hmm. you are a take charge kind of person. Now, mm-hmm. does that sometimes cause a little bit of conflict? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And oh, when yeah. we talk about conflict resolution, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, at a later podcast, but did it cause a little conflict um, or does it cause conflict sometime? It 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 certainly does. Mm-hmm. But again, me recognizing that you have the ultimate responsibility, mm-hmm. I fell in line and I fall in line uh, under your headship. And for our singles out there who listen to this podcast, yeah. you need to know before you marry somebody that you have absolutely no problem with that person being the head over your life, over your household Mm -hmm. and being responsible for you. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to have that type of trust in that person that you are going to fall in line when they have the ultimate decision over your, your life, your finances, Mm -hmm. Your children, they have the the final, final. say, yeah. if you will. And so, sounds like to me you were talking more to the to the ladies, and that's more of if you're going to marry somebody, you know, if you're thinking about it, you're single, you think about, it, are you willing to submit to that person? Mm. And and from the gentlemen who are listening to this, do you are you ready to lead? Because once you say I do. You know, there's no ramp up period. You say I do and you're done, you know, for lack of a better phrase. So <clears throat> I don't want to get off track because I know we can, we can, if that's where the Lord's leading us. But, <laughs> but I just want to, you know, just go along with what you were saying that if, if you are single right now and you're listening to this, just be very careful about who you are going to submit to or who you are going to lead in this ministry of marriage because there's nothing worse than trying to lead somebody who doesn't want to follow you. Mm, that's right. Yeah. And there's nothing, I ain't gonna say there's nothing worse, but it's hard to lead someone who doesn't want to follow you. And it's hard to submit to somebody you don't respect. Absolutely. And the Bible says in Ephesians that you are to submit one to another. Yes. So gentlemen, don't get it twisted thinking that, Oh, I'm in charge and I don't have to submit. Mm -hmm. The Bible is clear. We both have to submit. Both have to submit one to another. You are my first accountability person. Yes. And that's a big responsibility. 
Right. Are we going to talk about rosaries? We thought like we get well, a shift. I don't let's know. Talk, let's talk about let's let's talk about um, our personality okay. type. Okay. Let's let's kind of go back onto the disc. All right. So for the disc, um, coming back to the circle, you have four quadrants, and each quadrant represents a letter. Yes. Which is uh, D I S E dominant. Inspiring, supportive, and cautious. We're not going to break down for you which quadrant these are supposed to fall in. We do, again, highly recommend you investing, Mm -hmm. as we spoke about before, in your marriage and purchasing um, the DISC assessment, taking the assessment and sitting down with your spouse Mm -hmm. and going over the assessment. It's Mm life-changing. I cannot tell you how helpful it has been for us. So I'm just going to put a little plug in for the Holy Hookup. So if you want to take the assessment, it is $60 per person, six zero per person. And just cash app, um, Holy Hookup, dollar sign, Holy Hookup. And it's $60 per person. And when you send your payment, it has to include an email address for each person. Because then Bishop Brown and Lady Bobette still reach out to you. Yes. But that's, that's how... You have to invest in, and I, I think I talked about this on the last podcast is that got to invest in your marriage. We invest in everything else and just have to invest. Cause if I could go back in time about the conversations we've had and just understand that Renee was being Renee and Doug was being Doug. That will, oh <laughs> my God, that would have saved so many hours of, sleep and restless nights and oh we need to talk and we have these all night talks and you know <laughs> and I'm like are we talking still talking about this but that, that would have been helpful to us yeah so Doug's personality type is categorized as CD mm-hmm. he's cautious and dominant mm-hmm. again we are polar opposites yeah because my Personality. personality type is supportive and inspiring. Yes. So each quadrant represents a letter. So we have all four letters covered. But the hard part is we're opposites. Yes. And we are literally polar opposites. So when you're in marriage, uh, when you're in the ministry of marriage, the best position you could be, one of the best positions you can be in is back to back. If you and your spouse stand back to back, you can see what's coming from each other. You can see and you can have you have 360 degree of view. Everybody can see 180 degrees if you stand back to back. Renee can tell me what's coming. I can tell her what's coming. But the enemy wants us to be so focused on our differences that we turn into a fighting stance. That we're, we're looking at each other with our hands raised, fighting each other about the same thing. God gave us these differences for a reason. And so it's, it's to be so Renee can see things I can't see and I can see things Renee cannot see. Right. And if we are facing each other, Mm -hmm. then our backs are exposed. Yes. And we're so focused on, well, you did this and you did that. And the, and and the enemy's just laughing. Yep. Laughing at us and doing whatever he wants to do. And, you know, that goes on to talk about where I'm weak, you're strong, and I do. I, I don't want. I want. I don't want this to sound cheesy, because when I heard it, it was like, "Oh, this sounds cheesy." But the truth of the matter is, God created Adam, 
and he took a piece of Adam out of him to create Eve, a rib, whatever you want to call it. There was a part of Adam God took out of him to create Eve. So Renee has what I don't have. And the only way I can get back what I lost when God created man and woman is for me to engage in you, engage you, Mm -hmm. because you have what I don't have Mm -hmm. on purpose. God took it out on purpose and vice versa. I have what you don't have. So you have to engage me because I I have something you don't. And this is for all marriages. This isn't just Doug and Renee. Right. Um, It's like a puzzle. Yeah. You know, you put a puzzle together and the pieces just fit. Mm-hmm. And for those who are not married, um, my suggestion to you is, you know, if the rib doesn't fit, then you must quit. Must quit. <laughs> must quit. <laughs> you know, we sometimes we're trying to you ever put a puzzle together or some puzzles got mixed up. And you're trying to put a piece in, you're trying to force it, and it doesn't Mm -hmm. fit. So stop trying to make something fit that wasn't intended to go together. Mm. Selah. Run that by me again. If if, if, what doesn't fit? If the rib doesn't fit, you must quit. You must quit. Stop (laughs) trying to force something into a a place that it wasn't supposed to be. Yes. What's the old saying? Trying to put a square peg in a round, round hole. A round hole. Yeah. Don't do it. And I think sometimes we get in trouble. When I say we humans, people, singles, we get in trouble because we try, we allow people in a space that they were not designed to mm. be in. Yes. And that's why the Bible talks about guarding your heart and because uh, out of it come the issues of life. And in Proverbs 4.23, the Amplified Version, it says, watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the springs of life. And I like that version because it talks about watching. And if you've ever been in the military or ever you've been on the watch, you have to make sure you are alert and you allow people access to certain things. And there are certain people that don't get access. Right. <clears throat> and you That's probably good. I'm gonna say you probably I don't want to I don't want to say this the wrong way. I don't want a single person to allow someone access to a certain area in your heart that was not designed for that person. Because then you start going back to what you were talking about, the different types of love. You got um Eros and Agape, and you start mixing the two. And it can be confusing. So just be careful about guarding your heart and allowing people, not allowing people in in your space. It shouldn't be there. Right. All right. So what are some ways people could learn to celebrate their spouse? Like one Mm -hmm. of the things that I... um. I really, I celebrate about (laughs) you. Can't even get it out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can. I can get it out. Um, Is that I admire your your sense of style. Like Mm -hmm. I like to call it, you are a suave dresser. Ooh, Rico Suave. Yes. So I like, (laughs) I love the way you um, 
the way you put outfits together. Mm-hmm. Although you would buy something, and I say, "Why you buy that? That didn't go together." You got to coordinate. Then when you put it together, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, okay, that works. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay." Mm-hmm. And I would, and for you, one of the things I always um, envy about you, and I, I've told you this, which I think is a compliment, is that you can and will talk to anybody. That's something you just do. And me, on the other hand, like the thoughts are in my head, but they won't come out my mouth. And my head, (laughs) you're laughing, but I'm so serious. Like if I can hear the thoughts in my head, like just say this, just say that. And for whatever reason, it doesn't make it out of my mouth for for the majority of the time. But yet you, on the other hand, like after church, you just little social butterfly. You just... Go bing, 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 and you just bounce around from place to place, and I, I sit there and hold your purse. That's what I do. <laughs> He's so cute, y'all, holding my purse. <laughs> I have a seat and hold your purse, or I'll go get the car, but that's what I do. So, um, Well, one of the things, what? one of the other things I celebrate about you and admire is that you are unapologetically you. Yes. You have no problem with saying no. Me, I mm. reluctantly say no, or I say yes. I think but you I tell me no quite often. Wanted to say no, and mm. I sh- then I realize I should have said no, mm. and then I look at you and I'm like, how could you just be so mean and just say no, <laughs> just like that? Uh, and you're like, easy, easy. That's just what Nancy, say no. That's what Nancy Reagan said. Just say no. Just say no. <laughs> that's what she said. Just say no. Just say no. So some of y'all have to Google Nancy Reagan. But anyway, yeah, for the young folks, right? <laughs> yeah, you have to Google Nancy. So one of the things we want to challenge you and while you're listening to this podcast is take a moment and think of something you love, appreciate about your spouse, and then let them know, you know, communicate, communicate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at us. And so some of the things Renee already talked about, some of the things she uh, um, likes about me or celebrates me. She is more, when it comes to, I don't want to, how, how do I say this? When it comes to food, you're more adventurous. I'm more adventurous. I'm more of a healthy eater, y'all. I'll eat all my green veggies. She is more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm more willing to try different yes. foods and yes. yes. Yeah. You and are I'm like, a- I've been this way for 50 years and I'm, I'm good. You're a creature of habit. Oh, yes. But I, I, I have started to. Explore, open up a little bit. Yes. A little bit. I do yeah, the Chipotle stuff. stuff. Yeah. Well, well, that doesn't count. Oh, but how yeah. Is it, how, we got to celebrate the differences. Okay. Celebrate the okay. Yes. Uh, yes, dear. I celebrate oh, you. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Y'all pray for me. Okay. I like, like to drive. drive. You don't. Yes. He's my chauffeur, y'all. Yeah. If I can get him to take me everywhere, I would be sitting pretty. Mm-hmm. And... And when, even when it comes to driving, if you are driving, you'll drive during the day yes. and I'll drive at night mm-hmm. and you see the good in people. That's just, oh my God, Renee, <laughs> <laughs> you see the good in everybody. And I think everybody has an angle. Yes. I'm like, what's your angle? Where, what's your agenda? Yep. Well, you what want you something. Yep. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yep. You want something. <laughs> you, you got, you got some sort of angle coming. And I just, I'm waiting for it. <clears throat> and so those are, those are just some of the differences 
um, that we have within each other. Mm-hmm. And if you don't celebrate those differences, then when life hits you, you won't know how to communicate and you won't know, you won't understand your partner. You won't understand your spouse because if you don't know, <clears throat> and we're going to try to get through this in one take, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, around four years ago, coming up on four years, our youngest son passed away. And May 5th will be his 22nd birthday. Yes, this coming this Tuesday. This coming Tuesday, May 5th. So here we are talking about celebrate your differences. So when it comes, when it came to grief and having to grieve for our youngest son transitioning, you know, home to be with the Lord, I had to allow Nay to celebrate and grieve differently than I did. Yes. And vice versa. And I had to respect your grieving process. So we say that, and I know I joke around a lot. We joke around a lot, but in all sincerity and all seriousness, when you're going through something and you're grieving because you're different, you're probably going to grieve differently. And it's okay to grieve differently as long as you're not hurting yourself, your spouse, or the marriage. In my opinion, this is just Doug, in my opinion. I'm not saying there's only one way to grieve. There isn't. I know I would, because I like to drive, I would just get in my car and drive to clear my head. I just wanted to drive. And I would drive around the beltway. I'd just drive. And I know Renee wanted to do certain things to um, honor Drew in his memory that I didn't want to do. Yes, like the basketball mm-hmm. team, spending time with his friends mm-hmm. and hanging out with the team and supporting the team, mm-hmm. um, honor just honoring him. That's very important to yeah. me. And I think in the beginning, because it's it was new, we mm-hmm. both had to learn how the other was going to grieve. Yes. And we had to communicate. Um, And we had to communicate that Mm -hmm. it was so important to say, I need to, or I don't like to, or I don't want to, Mm -hmm. or can we? Mm -hmm. And we had to respect each other's process. Yes, Um, That was so important that we may not have understood the way the other person grieved Mm -hmm. or understood why. One of us wanted to do one thing and the other wanted to do another. But when it all came down to it, we both lost the son Mm -hmm. and we both need the time and the space to grieve the way we need to grieve healthy. Yes. And so we just wanted to, I don't want to end on a, a, I don't want to say a low note, sour note. But I I really want you to think about, um, for those of you who are married, and if you're grieving, it's okay for your spouse not to grieve the same way you grieve. Right. That's okay. You have to allow them that space, like Renee said. You have to allow them that space and that time. Um, there is no proper way. You know, in, in our instance, we both went to counseling. 
So we did go to counseling, but we we did not go to counseling together. We did not. No. We did not. But we both went to counseling. And like Renee said, there are things she wanted to be around Drew's friends. And I personally did not. Mm-hmm. And so you have to allow your spouse that space. Now, now, maybe you don't or you haven't lost a child. My prayers that you haven't. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Right. Um, and if you have it. But if you are going through something, if you and your spouse are going through something. Yeah, because grief doesn't always pertain to a loss of yeah. a loved one. Mm-hmm. It could be lost of a health um healthiness yep. or it could be a loss of a, a career or mm-hmm. a job. Grief strikes in many different ways. Yeah. You you have to allow and this to sum it all up, coming back to the love language, coming back to the disc assessment, you have to understand all of that because you and your spouse are in it for the long haul. Yes. And the more you the better you understand your spouse, the more you know of your spouse or understand your spouse, the better you can be when it's the better husband, the better wife you can be. Yes. And so we always pray this. And I'm tell you, I said this before. My, one of my consistent prayers is, Lord, help me to be the husband that Renee needs me to be today. Yes. And that is my prayer yeah. as well. In addition to that, Lord, help me to be the wife that you called me to be. Mm-hmm. Not the wife I think I should be but the wife he called me to be. So going back to celebrating what makes you and your spouse different, I want to challenge you again this week to sit down and communicate with your spouse. Um, As of right now, we're still in quarantine. If Mm -hmm. you're in the DMV area and a lot of other states are still in quarantine right now. The rest of you should be. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's another story. Um, So while we're in the hashtag stay home uh, mandate, uh, I would challenge you to sit and have a conversation with your spouse about um, things that you like that they do. And even the things that they do where you have a tendency to see as a negative Try to flip it and see it from their perspective. Try to flip it and see it from a positive uh, standpoint. Again, I used to always look at the fact that Doug could easily say no as being harsh or being sharp. But I admire that about him as Mm -hmm. well because I end up overextending myself because a lot of times I don't know how to say no or I don't recognize when... It's just something that the Lord didn't call me to do or ordain for me to do. And you know what? While you said that, I was thinking one of the things I used to used to frustrate me when we go shopping and we get to the <laughs> counter and Renee would ask for some sort of discount or some sort of coupon. Right. or She didn't have a coupon. Now she's going, she's paying for whatever we're buying and she didn't have a coupon. This was before apps and all of that other stuff. And she'd get to the register and she'd like, do y'all have a coupon? Do y'all have this? Do y'all have that? Why pay full price <laughs> when you don't have to? And I literally would walk away. Yeah, Literally, I would walk Mortified. away. <laughs> if you was a lighter complexion, you would, would have turned red. <laughs> I would literally walk away from her. And then I got to the point where when we get to the counter, I would tell Renee, I'd say, work your magic. 
And then he'd still walk away, y'all. <laughs> work your magic. He was still embarrassed. But a brother started getting on board with that discount because he realized we weren't paying full price for stuff yep. because the Bible says you have not because you ask yep. not. Celebrate your differences. So I would ask the person, do you have a coupon or can I use your employee discount? She sure would. Yep. We don't know a soul at work at the store. Can I use your employee discount? No problem asking. What's the worst they could say is no. I'm like, seriously? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, I mean, it got to the point where, you know, where I did it. Well, first, I didn't want to be at the cash register with her. And then I would say, okay, work your magic. And Never now, mind the cash register. You probably didn't want to be in the store with me. Oh, uh, yeah, want, probably. Yeah. Like, I don't know that woman. I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> and now it's, it's to the point where if I buy something, I don't pay full price for anything. Everything I buy literally is on sale. And then I get a discount on top of that. Yeah. Because. And then I'm, he'll come and tell me he's so proud. <laughs> <laughs> he ordered something online. He was like, guess how much I paid for that? <laughs> I guess I'm just trying to say, if you stay married long enough, you're going to find out the roles are going to be reversed. The roles will reverse at some point in time Mm -hmm. if you stay married long enough. So I personally, I just want to encourage you. I know where, you know, can't go out. You're in the house with your husband, your wife. Just stick it out. Find a way to celebrate one another, Mm y'all. Yep. Just stick it out and it'll be okay. Enjoy every moment that you have together. Married life is work. Mm -hmm. It's hard work. Hard work. But it's also a beautiful thing. Yes. When you put in that work, it's wonderful. I celebrate my husband, Douglas, of almost almost 33 years. And I, I celebrate you as well. And I'm thankful to every person who's prayed for us or invested in our marriage or sold into our marriage over the past 33 years. Some people we don't know. We don't know who prayed for us or who helped us out or who paid for us to go to a conference where we didn't have the money or so on and so forth. And so this is our way of giving back to help you all so you don't make the same mistakes that we made. So somebody invested in us. Throughout our marriage, there's no way you can stay married 33 years and not live off the investment of other people. You talked about the prayers of other people. You talked about the return on investment. I don't know if it was last week or the week before that, but there's no way you can do it. And so we just want to be an investment. investment. We just want to bless you all. (laughs) And hopefully, you know, you don't have to make the same mistakes that we made. Or if you do allow them to help you to learn Mm -hmm. and to grow. Yes. So we thank you all for joining us. Again, we do appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, this is what I want to say. Okay. This is what I want to say. We want to thank you all for making Doug and Renee Married Married Life Life. the number one podcast in the Dantzler household. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if we could take it outside of these four walls. The number one podcast in the Dantzler household. Won't he do it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. All right, y'all. So this is what I have to live with on a regular basis while I'm on quarantine, but I'm learning to celebrate and laugh along with him. You gotta laugh. (laughs) You hang around me long enough, you're gonna laugh. Yes. Either with or at. Either way, it doesn't matter. As long as he makes you laugh, he's happy. Doesn't matter. You can laugh at me. Doesn't matter. As long as we laughing.
<clears throat> so again, thank you again for joining our podcast. Let's yes. see if we can make this the number one podcast outside the dance floor four walls. <laughs> tell your friends and your virtual friends as our outro will tell you. Yep. But we do. Uh, thank you for listening. We ask that you subscribe mm-hmm. to our podcast. We'd love for you to support us. And we'd love for you to share this with someone else. Yes. God bless God you. God bless you.